Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 20 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is February 15th, 2021. Let's bring in my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, happy Monday. What's going on, man? Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. This is uh, a day that we're all, uh, well, a lot of people got off. I, I, I had it half off, but I work in the wine business, so Valentine's Day weekend is a big weekend. You know, not for me personally, nothing, nothing exciting happened to me, but work-wise, you know, you, you get a lot of action, you know, in, in, in the wine business on these uh, Hallmark holidays. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, kind of a busy morning for me, but now, now I'm off, about to do the uh, Say Hey podcast, watching a little uh, Virginia, Florida State, you know, trying to brush up on my March Madness, you know, picks coming up, uh, actually going to be heading out to Vegas. If we have any Vegas listeners, I know we don't, other than uh, Eric. <laughs> but, but yeah, so just kind of kicking back and uh, enjoying the evening. How about you? Spe- well, speaking of March Madness, I mean, you know where I'm going to go with this already. How about my Michigan Wolverines yesterday, man? That was, I'll that tell was you a nice what. Win. After three weeks dude, off? 20, three, 23 days off yeah. in between, and it w- wasn't even their issue because they had nobody with uh COVID within the program and we don't need to get into that I'm still upset uh but anyways (laughs) you know uh, the Big Ten is a legit conference probably the best conference in basketball this year uh Wisconsin's a a good team and to win in Madison is no easy feat and the first half went about as expected as expected and um you know I thought in the second half they, their legs were going to run dead because I mean they hadn't even been able to practice until Thursday and they just played yesterday which was Sunday uh, so I thought it was going to end up getting into the like they're going to lose by 15 to 20 points second half coach Howard gets those boys together and um, you know they rallied and played the way that they should be playing and uh, so I'm really looking forward to the next week I know we got the Buckeyes this weekend and they're oh, yeah. ranked four right now in Michigan they're, they're is three. it's crazy um, so I'll wrap up this, um, coach Howard at the moment is my coach of the year. He's, he's gotta be coach. Of the year. Yeah. I mean, they went, what, they've lost one game, right? 14 and one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 14 and one with, with, with a COVID, you know, layoff and yeah. to come, to come back and win at was at Wisconsin, which Wisconsin perennial chokers in the tournament. They're going to have a game where they, where they shoot 12 or 24 from the free throw line and lose to <laughs> Liberty or something. But, but that's a tough – Madison is a tough place to play. And, you know, th- those boys do play defense. I will always say that about that program. So, that's a good win for your boys yesterday. Go Blue. Go Blue. Uh, before we get into our episode, just want to remind you, the Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and wedding or wedding accessories, bedding <laughs> accessories located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca. Visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. All right, so dude, it is February 15th, like I said. The Giants' first spring training game against the Los Angeles Angels 
is on the 28th. We're 13 days away from action already. And I know it's spring training, um, but, and, and I'll let you go off on this because I think we agree on this. It's a little different in baseball. Like, you know, you get four in – in a normal year, you get four really boring preseason games in football. You get, like, five really boring preseason games in basketball. Um, I, baseball has fallen behind in a lot of categories, you know, standing up against the other uh, major sports. But when it comes to games that don't count, spring training is king. And um, – uh, tell me, tell me, like, why why is spring training important to you, and like, how often do you watch every game as much as you can? I mean, what's going on? No, probably a lot like you. You know, we're just we're baseball junkies. You know, you know, and in baseball, you have so many levels of prospects. So, and it's unlike any other sport. Maybe aside from like college football, I guess you could say, where you got just dudes everywhere. But baseball, in terms of the pro sports, you know, baseball just has so many guys. And when you watch spring training, like you got guys coming out every like two innings, maybe like there's just constant substitution. So you get to see almost your entire organization in, 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 in one game. And that's just, man, it's just endless. It's just, it's fun. And for people like, you know, you and I, who, who get to go to like to a lot of ports games and stuff like that, you get to go watch San Jose. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's almost right there with like opening opening day, like that first week of spring training. Hey, that's awesome. I mean, it does. It, it gets it gets a little boring after after about like a week because you're like, okay, let's let's get this going. But yeah, but but for the players, you know, for the for guys who aren't, you know, on that forty man roster yet, haven't haven't cracked that curb, you know, like that. It's a it's a big opportunity for them, you know, to you know at least showcase what 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 they what they can do and. Especially, especially this year, since there was no spring training last year. I mean, this is kind of an important spring training for a lot of guys. Well, and you can argue too. I mean, um, baseball really needs. Like, I was just going to get into it. The Giants are going to have twenty-eight spring training games in the cact- spring training games in the Cactus League, um, where they have seventy-five players involved. Uh, and I know they kind of go in waves with, "Hey, we're sending down these guys to." Um, the farm system after 10 games. And then some guys were just cutting, uh, yeah. you know, the non-roster invites or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it, especially regarding like starting pitchers, those guys need to ramp up, you know, the first time they'll go out there for an inning, then they'll go out for three innings. And I know it's more based on pitch count, but um, you know, by the time you hit late March, those guys are after throwing 65, 75 pitches. So that first start that actually counts um, when the season begins, they're ready to go six, seven, eight innings if they have to. So um, it is, it does get monotonous and I'm sure it does for especially the veterans, but it's necessary. So that's oh, yeah. the beauty of uh, spring training and um, already for the Giants pitchers and catchers report this Wednesday, the 17th, everybody else will be there next Monday, the 22nd. And yeah, like I said, Sunday, the 28th Giants and Angels from Scottsdale. So I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. It's a good point about pitchers. You know, pitchers, I feel like need it a lot more than than hitters. Like I, I, I you, you pitched, I, I didn't. You know, like so maybe maybe you can, you know, attest that a, a little bit more. But, but, but you know, watching, watching the spring training games, yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna see your, your your stud pitchers like you see it every every year. The first couple starts, they're gonna get roped. They're throwing, they're on like 30, 30 limit, you know, pitch count and. Oh man, did you see, you know, Clayton Kershaw they give up six runs and in a ending in a third and it doesn't matter. You know, once opening day hits and they get their work in, it just doesn't matter. But you see hitters, you know, just hitting the piss out of the ball around the gates. It's like, man, let's let's start the season now. So, you know, I think yeah, pitchers it's a, it's a lot bigger deal to get out there and just kind of, you know, find that rhythm. Absolutely. Um so speaking of spring training, uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of look forward to it. In fact, this is kind of like the first episode of the second season of the Say Hey Podcast, in my opinion, because now we're kind of, you no know, free agency is not over yet, and the Giants uh, may very well sign another guy or two. Um, but now we're really looking forward to, hey, like spring's here, February's here. Let's start moving into the second season kind of our podcast here. So uh, I'm really excited. And uh, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to rank our top five Giants to look forward to in spring training. So basically, um, 
you know, these guys were hitting, I think we should be on the lookout. So should you and, and see what they're going to be looking like heading into the season. So, uh, yeah, let's get going. Let's, let's screw it. Let's get right into it. So, uh, would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. All right. So uh, number five, number five, who I'm most excited to see in spring training. I'm going with Will Wilson. Yeah. You know, okay. A, he's a middle infielder. You know, he's, not that well known in the organization yet because he's done absolutely nothing for the organization, but he was a throw in. <laughs> yeah. He was a throw in late in 2019, you know, in the Zach Cozart trade where all the giants basically did in that trade was take on his remaining, I think it was like 12 million bucks on a salary. Cause they were in a pursuit for Garrett Cole and Anthony Rendon. They were just angels were trying to clear space and the giants took on his contract, never played for the giants, of course, but in part of that deal, they got the number 15 pick in the, in the draft, which was Will Wilson. And for a, for a kid out of Louisville that Farhan was really look, looking forward to, or they, he, he, he had his eye on that in, in that draft, but they ended up taking Hunter Bishop instead. Yeah, he was uh, – he only got about 200 at-bats in, in, in rookie ball for the Angels, so his, he's been pretty limited so far but so thanks to the pandemic he hasn't played at all for the giants yeah so but you know when you when you go 15 in, in, in the draft you know you got some pretty lofty expectations out there so i'm just excited to see him do something that's not on youtube to tell you the truth <laughs> but 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 with but with but with crawford you know getting up there with this with this contract and you know basically the, the, the giants future in the middle infield is very much you know if fluid like like no, no nobody nobody knows like what where, where it's gonna go you know once once Crawford's gone so he's just a, a guy that I like to keep an eye on and when yeah you, when you're first round talent you know yeah you what you kind of want to want to see it so yeah I was kind of surprised and that's a that's a good way to start this off so Will Wilson number five because I was sort of surprised when um the Giants got him in return it's it's not like he, you know, had some struggles in the minors and like maybe need to be relocated. Like he didn't, he really, like you said, about 200 um, at bats. And so I feel like we're getting a first round talent for Cozart who really wasn't a part of the future plans for San Francisco. Um, so I am, I, I'll admit like he's not in my top five, but definitely uh, someone I am looking forward to. Um, and actually he was in my, I, I was dumb. I did like a um, honorable mentions. He is in my honorable mentions. Will Wilson is. Oh, so okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that at the end, but that's a great start. I'm all on board with that. Right. Um, so my number five, I'm going to go Austin Slater. Um, 28 years old, played left field last year, uh, can play center, um, uh, and actually played some right as well. He could play anywhere in the outfield. Uh, when on the field, he was really good. He played in 31 games, so just about half the season. Uh, 282 average, a 408 on base percentage. Um, to me, and I'm, I'm, and I want to start introducing a little more advanced metrics on the show, and I think we're going to. Um, the WRC plus, and that's runs per plate appearance scale to where 100's average. He was at 151, so he was well above average, uh, and that's according to the rest of the uh, major leagues. So 100 is league average. He was 151 with runs uh, created plus. So um, five home runs. Remember that night he had two off of uh, Kershaw. And the most and, – and I'll get into this because, I mean, against lefties this last year, he hit 316 um, in 49 plate appearances. So, he – in a respectable 255 against righties. That's not bad at all. Those are yeah. plus splits on either side of the plate. Um, I'm looking forward to just him staying healthy. And I know there's somewhat of a log jam in left field. Um, with Dickerson, and now you got Lamont uh, Wade uh, in there. So, and who knows what happens with uh, he's going to start off in AAA, but who knows what happens with Basabe? So, uh, it's going to be interesting, but I expect at least against lefties um, for Slater to be playing every day. And I just want to see him healthy through the month of uh, March. So, he's ready to go every day um, when April 1st comes around and we're up in Seattle. So, yeah, Austin Slater, number five for me. Yeah, you know, and he was a big, big part of that that, le that lefty onslaught the Giants had last year. Like yeah. we, we we talked about it. Anyway, the Giants just killed lefties last year. They I mean, did. and he was a big part of that. So yeah, I'm with you. And especially yep. yeah, well, especially with all the competition in, in the outfield right now, it's it's he's definitely a guy to look out for. 
Good point. Good point. Number All four. Right. All right. Number four. This one, I don't know. I, I, I kind of cheated because I'm sure he's on, on your list too, but I went with Marco Luciano. He's, huh? he, <laughs> he's probably the uh, top prospect in the, uh, in the, in the Giants farm, farm system if you don't count Joey Bart in, in, anymore. But, you know, I'm, I'm just really, really excited to, to see him develop. And after not being able to do, do, do much last year, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's well ahead of schedule, you know, com- what everybody says and he's only 19. So he's got, he's got a ways to go, but you know, Farron hasn't really been shy about getting guys on track. If he feels like they're needed. I think we saw that last year with Bart and I'm, I'm just going to be glad to see him go get some looks against big leaders and, and high prospect pitchers because in, in rookie ball, you know, he had 10 homers in just 38 at, at bats. And you got to remember he's only like 172 pounds you know he's he's got yeah. a long he's got a long way to go. You know, in in terms of filling out. So, and it's it's kind of like with Will Wilson. You know, you don't really know where where the Giants are are going to be going here in the next couple of years in terms of their middle infield. And I think he's well, obviously he's going to be a, a big part of that. You know, barring a trade. But yeah, it's, it'll be nice to see the young guy. You know, get get some looks against some legit talent. Yeah, and I'm just I'm looking over the non roster and body list. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to for him to get a look too. Cause, and uh, it really, and, and I don't expect him to do much. Like you said, he's only 19 years old. Oh, he's got um, ways to go, but, and he may be projected um, in the long run, moving over to third base. I, I read that a lot everywhere. And um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like you brought up with uh, you know, Will Wilson, you're tired of seeing guys on YouTube. He's limited on YouTube because he hasn't had any you know, right. minor league experience. So uh, I'm definitely excited to see Luciano and, and I'm hoping maybe in, realistically like two years um maybe three uh but that he could be up and making an impact on the san francisco roster so marco luciano number four for rob um my number four uh i'm gonna go elliot ramos and we've we've both seen this guy play in, in person probably you a little more than me um and i'll tell you what if he if we had a minor league year this last season um, I would say he's probably fighting for a spot right now this year. Uh, oh, yeah. And I don't mean to make the roster. I mean to play. Yeah, start. And because um, he's that good. He's got power to all fields. Um, he's a, he was a really good runner. He's still a, an above average runner, I would say. He's put some bulk on. So it's kind of mm-hmm. slowed him down. Plus, I do know um, he broke his foot. Is that correct? Two years ago? Yeah, I was there. He was yeah. stealing. He was stealing third. Yeah, so that may have slowed him down a little bit, but he's still an above that. He moves pretty well still. Um, I think he's going to project to end up being a right fielder in the long run. Um, I think he's just built more for the corner in the outfield instead of center. Um, but I would say that although I think he should be up for sure by 2022 for next year, um, he could definitely be a September call-up this upcoming season, 2021. So I'm really excited to see Elliot Ramos in the spring. Same here because uh, my number three uh, prospect is uh, Elliot Ramos. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, yeah, you you covered a lot of it, but yeah, with I think with with Slater and Dickerson's you know injury history, I I'd be shocked honestly if if he doesn't get up on the big club sooner rather than later. Like, yeah. you know, you got Lamont Wade coming into, and you know, there's other options, but but yeah, with Slater and Dickerson as of right now, Slater to be a, a big part of what's going to happen this year. You know, I'm a little, you know, you know, suspect of that just because of their history. So, but, but I mean, there's, there's nothing, you know, really not to like about him other than his, you know, his injury history, you know, you know, in, in, in 19, you know, with, with, with the flying squirrels, you know, he had, th- he had 13 bombs, you know, and that's, and I, he wasn't, he wasn't there all, all, all year, if, if I remember correctly. And that's, that's a pretty pitcher heavy league. So that's, that, that's pretty impressive. And he started taking a, a lot more walks. You know, that, w- that was a big knock on him, or, you know, early on was that, man, you know, with, the, with this new regime, you know, they need this fool to get on base and stuff. And he started t- taking walks. And, yeah, like I said, that, that, that's a prereq if you want to play in Farhan's barn. You know, I, I think I projected on here that I've been able to watch him like seven or eight times. I don't know. Like, I, just, <laughs> I just guessed. But, yeah, like he jumps, he jumps out of you compared to everybody else on the field. He, he truly does. You know, and that was on a field with that had Joey Bart on it the first time I saw him, and it's like, man, this this is the probably the closest thing that the Giants have had to a, 
a five tool prospect and in in, in, yeah. in, a, in a long in a long time like and this is like you alluded to he's put a little weight so like he's he's lost a little bit of his speed but yeah he can definitely patrol left left or right field you know in in, in the future because at a time i thought i thought he could probably play center field but maybe not now like, like you were talking about yeah. and that might speak a lot to uh the uh, dubon project so yeah he had no bleak injury last year so he he got held out an instructional ball and all that good stuff so that sucks but yeah e- even if nobody gets hurt i just have a hard time seeing him being kept off the, off the roster i just for for too long a time that like september i'm talking at man at, at the latest like that's if like nothing happens yeah he, he will be on on the team when, when rosters expand yes yeah, I mean, he he was – yeah, in 2019, his last, you know, real action, had 13 bombs in San Jose, had three, but only in 25 games um, in Richmond. So, yeah. he is he, – he will have, you know, limited double-A experience, and that's where the elite pitching is in the minors. Um, but I expect him to start off right away in Sacramento. He's healthy now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, go get at least 200, 300 plate appearances, and then we'll go from there. I, I really want to see where he's at come – june um i think that'll be a good point to look back and reassess and say hey this guy's ready to come up and you know if he's ready to come up he'll come up i'm with you i think farhan and harris will bring him up so yeah we should we should probably move on uh so we can get off of our love affair with elliot ramos yeah yeah that was a lot okay (laughs) okay so my number three i'm gonna go jason vossler um and he's interesting because He's 27 years old. He has no major league experience yet. Um, but I'm really curious to see, even post Tommy Lastella signing, what they're going to do with him. Because I, I do think Lastella will take the bulk of second base play. Um, but we still have Evan Longoria for two more years over at third base. Um, and Vossler is a left handed hitter. So I would think the easy lazy thing would say would be is when righties are pitching, you know, Vossler could be in at third. It would be a lot easier if we had the DH this year. That's not happening. Um, but Longoria splits actually uh, like Brooks told us, was it last week or whatever? Actually weren't as, they're not as bad as you would think. So but Longoria is still going to play. So I'm really interested to see what Vossler's going to do. Um, he, he's got really good power. He's got plus power. Um, he does need to lower his strikeout rate 31% in 2018 in the Cubs organization and 23%, which is better in AAA for the Padres organization. So if he can keep trending in that direction, who knows? Um, so yeah, Jason Vossler, I want to see how he does this spring and kind of give us a, uh, a glance at what we can expect, uh, from him moving into the regular season. Yeah. I mean, that's the guy right there. He's a total... He's a total wild card to me. Like, wild card. I, 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 you know, I, I said, I said to, to, to Brooks when we talked to him last week, I literally, I had no, no knowledge of him at all. Just stats. I, I pulled up on online and that for Farhan, I mean, that was for a guy who makes a lot of moves. That was his first move, you know, in, you know, this off season. So, I mean, that, yeah. that tells you a lot and yeah. He wanted well, to get him quick. Sure. Sure. And Long, yeah, Longoria is going to play. You know, you're, you're making money like that. He's going to play, you know, unless something happens. But, yeah, they they sure as hell brought him in for a reason, I, I think. So, yeah, I'm, that's a guy I'm excited to see too. Yeah, agreed. So, Robbie's number two. Who you got? Oh, I'll run two. Okay. My number two is Steven Duggar. And this is likely oh. gonna be, this is likely to be his final shot. To, yeah, to, to make a make a name for himself on the big, on the big league roster, mm-hmm. I, I I could be wrong, but I I believe he, I believe he's out of out of options. We we got asked Brooks, you know, he'll know. But with you know, I can with, look that up real quick. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was not sure I couldn't find it, but I know he's right there on on the fringe. And you know, with, with only six homers and four hundred sixty nine plate appearances in the majors, he's backed it up with a two thirty six average and a freaking two eighty one OBP. And that's, Awful. that's just not going to get it done when you're a guy with speed and minimal power. You know, he's, he's one of those like Todd Linden clones that just tears up the minors and can't find his way when, when he's up in the bigs. It just sucks. He has one minor league option remaining. Well, so very one. good chance, very good chance <laughs> that uh, he will start off in Sacramento without, you know, them hurting on losing him. 
they can't he won't have to go through waivers so yeah it's maybe he is he's he's right he's right there you know he's he's not not a guy that 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 far on brought in you know he's 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 one one of the one of the the leftovers you know from from uh from bobby evans squad but I'll, i'll say this like their usage of him bothered me a bit last year just because they they kept sticking him in, in, in the corner spots. And I, I understand what they were doing last year with Dubon because they, they clearly believe that he's going to be their center fielder of the future. But I really believed going going into last year that that Duggar defensively what was the best their best defender in in the in the system. I in the whole organization. I, I really believe that. And yeah. he, he got stuck in right field, left field and I don't know. Like, I don't know if that if that messed them a little bit because at the plate, I I doubt it because you know he's got three years worth of that now now on him. So that that is what it is. But yeah, I I felt like they just kind of wasted him defensively last year. But that's why you know these these next few few weeks you know you know with him are going to be just so telling of what what they plan to really do with him. Yeah, and I I think uh, and I'm not I'll I'll say this now I'm not a big Steven Duggar fan, um, but I do expect to see a lot of him. I think we're going to see a lot of him. Like he he may get somewhere in between you know sixty to seventy five at bats, which is a lot for spring training. So I think they want to see for sure, you know, uh, make certain that hey, this is someone that we do want up or not. And um, like I said, one option left, they can put him down in AAA in Sacramento. Um, without having to run him through waivers, so and maybe dish him, you know, at that point. Maybe, maybe. So we'll see. Um, okay, good number two. Good number two. So my number two is Camilo Duvall, and he's kind of like the <clears throat> excuse me. He's like the one young arm I'm really excited about right now. I know we got um, you know Seth Corey and Sean Jelly waiting in the wings, which I am a little surprised that Seth Corey did not get invited. Um, to spring training and I want to hear an explanation of that because he's like our next starter up and he's a lefty right so I am I wonder if there's a health issue there um, or something so I am really curious about that but anyways Camilo Duvall I expect him to make the major league roster out of spring I really do Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to be one of the 13 relievers uh, I, I was, you know, I've watched a lot of film, actually. I know this, I hate to be that guy. I've watched a lot of film on him the last couple of days. Um, a lot of his numbers. He's, he's 23 years old, so he's still pretty dang young. He throws mid to high 90s. But um, he's got some nasty movement on his fastball because he's got a weird three-quarter release. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he hides the ball really well, which I think is a huge point in – you know, throwing off hitters and they're not picking up the ball until the last tenth of a second. Um, just like a lot of young pitchers, he needs to be more consistent with uh, his command. Um, he's got a 13.9% walk rate. But if he can work on that and get that in the single digits, that's like, you know, pretty damn good. Um, 32.8% strikeout rate in 2019 in San Jose. That's really good. Um, I do. I expect to see him. Uh, in the seventh and eighth inning uh, in some hold situations. I don't think he's going to be in the closing group because I do think we'll have a closer committee. Yeah, but I see him yeah. I see him absolutely getting some big innings in the seventh and eighth inning this year right away. I, I am all in on Camilo Duvall as being like my surprise guy nobody's talking about. I, I, big Giants fans that are, that are on this like we are, are, they know who Camilo Duvall is. But yeah. if you're just, you know, the casual waiting for the season to come around, Watch out for Camilo Duvall. Yeah, he throws hard, you know, and that's what the Giants that that that's what they're looking for. You know, you know, down there in the pen, you know, they're looking for guys who who can get strikeouts. Like that's what that was why a guy guys like Sam Coonrod and you know and you know and Sean Anderson last year they kept getting chances because they threw hard. Yep, and and, <laughs> and they really did. You didn't have many other options last year either, so. So yeah, like it wouldn't shock me at all. Like if, you know, if, if he if he gets gets that that, that role immediately, you know, he's he's he might just just force their hand in spring training. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's 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 a good possibility. Yep. All right, Rob. Who's your number one? I have a guess, and I'll tell you. I'll I'll let you say it, but I'm uh, curious. Who's your number one that you're looking forward to in spring training? I, I feel like I'm gonna let you down here, <laughs> but uh, my number one is Joey Bart. Oh, I was okay. I was right on position. Say, I was you, wrong on player. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Kurt Casale. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right no joey bart okay go okay, ahead. okay sorry and yeah i mean it's it's only because we don't really don't know what's what's going to happen to him this year i mean we're 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 assuming he's gonna start in in, in triple a but it man i i i don't know once once the season gets going and you know we see what happens with with, with buster posey and yeah barring injury it's going to be very, very, very hard to keep him off off the roster if if guys like Chadwick Trump and Kirk Sally aren't 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 doing much. And and Casale to his you know in his in his defense you know he's he's a he's a premier defender and that's why why they brought him in. But I'm honestly I'm curious to see if they start using Joey Bart over at first base a little bit. And I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of leaning that way. Because Brandon Belt's hurt right now, so I, I'm just I don't don't expect to see Joey Joey Bart taking every inning at catcher this th- spring training. That's that that's all I'm, I'm really gonna say about that because it's gonna be very hard, I believe, because he's gonna go down to AAA, you know. And I don't care what what you guys saw last year. If, if you're guys that only watch the big league games, Joey Bart has power. I I, I, I know does. that I know that firsthand. I've seen it. Yeah. And it, that ball comes off off his bat. It sounds like somebody, somebody's shooting a gun, and <laughs> and yeah. So I'm just very curious to see where they what they do with him position wise. This spring training, you know, Posey being there. I mean, that's God. That's going to do wonders for him. You know, behind the plate defensively, how, how could you not learn a little bit? You know, even just after a you know a, a few days, you know, working with him. So it's just going to be really intriguing to see what direction they go with him, especially he wasn't going to be, he wasn't going to be my, my number one, but with, but with belt injury that, that, that put him right up there because with, with, with his bat, it's going to be hard to keep him in Sacramento for too, too long. I think, you know, you make a, you make a great point regarding the position thing because not only is belt currently hurt, um, but uh, it is the last year of his contract, and yes. who knows? And, and you know, we're publicly, uh, you know, not huge Belt fans, but I mean, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Belt's a major league baseball player, and, and I'll keep it at that. He can play, but um, yeah, who knows what uh, Zaidi and Harris want to do with Belt in the future? Um, it, it really depends on what happens, and I'm not a huge advocate on. Um, what happened last year in a 60 game sprint everybody wants to say well brandon bell had a great year i'm sorry i don't put much merit into that i look at the you know what eight eight seasons he had before that when he can't stay (laughs) on the field and he's streaky but anyways back to joey bart um i he's obviously uh you know got a lot of work to do behind the plate and at the plate um because managing a, a rotation and a staff is just as important as hitting. And that's why Buster Posey's been one of the best to do it for over a decade now. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I, I could totally see Bart getting some looks at first. And if he looks good there, then um, in the long run, he's going to, he's going to end up being an asset, I believe. But um, after what we saw this last year, um, you know, he started off okay with the giants and then he kind of really fell off. I think guys, you know, adjusted quickly to him and he couldn't adjust because he just hasn't had the reps yet. And so I, I think Joey Bart needs several hundred ABs in Sacramento. And, and I'm hoping, trust me, I'm a Bart guy. I, I want to see him up and yes, the power is there. Just like you said. So I want to see Joey Bart at, at worst up by September at worst. Um, so yeah, that's a, That is a good one though. I'm very much looking forward to just seeing Joey Bart this spring as well. First, um, base, first baseman's glove. Yeah. Yep. My number one is kind of going to, I think it's going to shock everybody because it shocks myself. <laughs> My number one's Alex Wood. Um, Alex came Wood. in on a, came in on a one-year deal with the possibility to double that salary with the incentives that are based on just pitching and staying healthy and being out there. You know, he doesn't have to hit a certain amount of strikeouts. He doesn't have to have this ERA or wins. It's just about games, just being out there, being healthy. Um, he was really good in the postseason for the Dodgers. Um, it was only six and two thirds, but you know, he looked really good in those six and two thirds. Uh, I think he could end up being the Giants second best starting 
pitcher in the rotation behind Gosman. I think Gosman's going to be the opening day starter. I believe in Kevin Gosman. Um, you know, uh, Wood really rides on that sinker ball. Yeah. Um, has a really high ground ball rate, which is important. Doesn't give up a ton of fly balls. Um, and I think pitching at Oracle Park will help him. Um, in in you know being a pitcher friendly yard, even though it's uh you know a little more hitter friendly after they uh, change the dimensions and I, who knows if they'll open up the uh, airways from the arcade area this year. But uh, yeah, I, I can absolutely see Alex Wood having a really good year and it starts in spring training. I just want to see him get through, have a normal spring training where, you know, he goes out there um, five times or whatever, able to work his pitch count up to a, a normal starters number and stay healthy and be ready to go. Because when Alex Wood is on the mound and healthy, He's a pretty damn good pitcher. So yeah. I'm really excited to see Alex Wood this spring. So Yeah, no, that's that, that's a really good call because a lot of what Alex Wood does in spring training is going to indicate what 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 Farhan and, and these guys want to do with, with the staff moving towards the season because yeah. they you know, they they got no no real real ties to him. Like if it doesn't work out, they could, they can let him go, but there's a lot there's still a lot of veteran arms out there right right now who are you know, just kind of, I think they're waiting for something to happen and, you know, use that as, as leverage, you know, in a contract situation near, near opening day. So if, yeah, if Alex Wood do, doesn't pan out, you know, that really shakes up what, you know, what Farhan and, and these guys need to do with rotation. Cause I, I think, you know, we both agree that that rotation is nowhere near like playoff level We're, or no, you know, or, or winning any sort of anything significant. It's just not there. But, but if Alex Wood can, you know, can return to form off, off that, off that injury. And like you said, you know, the, you know, these sinker ballers, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of running out, you know, in this, in this modern day, you know, era of baseball, because they want everybody who's, who's going to, who's going to throw, throw a hundred and throw in the mid nineties. And, you know, Alex, Alex Wood, you know, when he's on, does need to do that. You know, kind of like it was. It was almost like what when the when the Giants signed uh signed Tim Hudson in, in 2014. You know, a lot of people thought he was he was done, but it's like okay, you know, if we can get him in, get get him healthy, he gets that sinker ball going, he's going to thrive here. So you know, you could see something like that. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to make the All Star team like Hudson did, but <laughs> that, I mean, that would that would that would be awesome. But yeah, a lot of what he does is going to indicate what the Giants do before the season starts. But they're really – he's going to have really important starts because if you think about it, like you said, the sinker baller, um, you know, teams like the Dodgers and the Padres have a lot of power in those lineups. And so if he's able to, you know, turn on the Dodgers and be used as a, a weapon against them, um, I'm really looking forward to his L.A. and San Diego starts because I think he himself could steal – maybe one to three games um, against those teams just because of the way he pitches. And especially with how guys in today's major league baseball, you know, swings have changed. Coaching of swings have changed. Guys are trying to hit the ball out of the park on a regular basis. So you're going to see a lot of, lot more strikeouts, ground balls um, on pitches low in the zone. So I think Alex Wood could be a huge cheap asset this year for the giants. Um, so, yeah. So, also, I, like I mentioned earlier, I have my others to keep an eye on. Um, and we, I won't go just deep into them, but I had four of them. I had Buster Posey for obvious reasons. He's just like a, an added free agent that was already on the roster. Um, Sean Jelly, the big 6'11 pitcher um, who did get invited to camp. So I'm looking forward to seeing him as well. Marco Luciano and Will Wilson, like you said, the two shortstops. Um, you know, Brandon Crawford is – his contract's up after the season and uh, Luciano and Wilson could be one of those guys that plug in there in the future. And like I said, I think Luciano may fare well better in the long run at third base, but um, those are going to be guys that also want to keep an eye on this spring. So, yeah. All right. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I will keep, uh, we, we are going to finish up here. Uh, this is a say hey Q&A episode. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, we only got one guy to respond, our buddy Josh. Um, and he would like to say, and he put, put this in Giants Chatter. Yeah, plug yourself. Your mic came on. It's all good. Um, he, he came on Giants Chatter. Don't forget to join Giants Chatter on Facebook, our group. Um, 
it's going well. Uh, he posted rank the five California teams in order of championship chances. So we have the Giants, the A's, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Angels. So okay. I think this is something we can do fairly quickly, and we don't have to go back and forth. We can just go five to one. So would you like to start, or you want me to start this one? I'll go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go five to one for the, five to for one. the effect. Okay, for the effect. Number five is the Dodgers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. It's yeah, it's the, it's the Angels because they're you know they're a train wreck and they they got they ha- they have the best player in the world and they just can't seem to build any type of structure around them. You know, you know the Otani thing has not worked out. That you know they're still God. How many more years are they gonna be paying out pool holes? My my gosh. It's I think just, it's his last year. It's got to be it's right. It's the tenth year of that deal. Yeah. No, remember how stoked everybody was, like, when, like when they got him. Oh, yeah. At age thirty-one. Yeah. The, you know, the machines going to L.A. and I. Oh, get the <laughs> hell out of here, guys! That has not. That could not have gone worse. You know, for a, a legend like that. But yeah, and they're still paying guys like C.J. Wilson too. I mean, remember that? Like, just some bad, some bad contracts over there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Poor. Poor Mike Trout. That's all I got to say. Yeah, we can go back and forth. That's fine, and we'll be quick. My number five, absolutely, is the Angels. And for (laughs) reasons you just said, you got the best player in the world, nobody around him. I mean, Anthony Rendon's good, um, but he's he's not an elite player. A lot of people think he is. He's not. Um, And, yeah, there's no pitching there. The Otani thing has not worked out. Like you said, he can't stay healthy. He's already had Tommy John. I think he's had a knee problem. The Angels are not very good. Um, So they're five. Okay. Um, number four. I think the rest of this time now it'll be kind of like okay, this is gonna be interesting. So who's your number four? Okay, number four. And remember, hold on. I <laughs> we're doing this based off of championship chances. Okay, yes. championship chances this season. Yeah, legit chances to go to the championship, to the World Series. Yes. And number four is the Giants. I hate to say that, but they until. That until that, that that pitching staff can prove that they can well, a stay healthy and be just be formidable. Like that was that was what held them back last year. Like la, like last year it was Gosman, Cueto, and oh my god, what what the hell's gonna happen next? And it's yeah. And then with questions in, in in the bullpen, the bullpen is just it's just a project. And yeah, it's just it, it's hard to see them winning anything of consequence. Like I think we're still this year going to be at that. Man, it would it would be awesome if the Giants can get to 500, and we're gonna celebrate if they can ever take a series from the Padres or the Dodgers. Like, like that's to us, that's gonna be like winning one of the World Series this year. Yeah, oh, we're gonna gosh. yeah we're, we're we're gonna celebrate if they can if they can win win a division against a, a a series or two against those two teams this year. That you know that those are the goals this year, and to keep keep developing the hitters, you know, because they're starting to hit the ball and. That's a, that's a big step for a franchise that has not really hit the ball since 2010, to be quite honest with you. Uh, we're, the Giants just aren't, aren't there yet, so it's not realistic to think they can win the World Series. Or, yeah, I agree. My, or, my no. number four is, is the Giants as well. And, I, you know, for all reasons you just said, but definitely trending in the right direction. This team mm-hmm. is – this team will be – and they were this last season. I think they will be an exciting bunch to watch just because of – For sure. Um, they have an above average to good lineup. And I also think the bullpen has improved uh, from this last season. So I don't want to get too much into that because it's still right. really early. Right. But number four, the Giants. And um, I kind of want, if you don't mind, let me, let me start number three. And, and we're both, we're going to, it's going to be the exact same list the rest of the way. But number three is the <laughs> Oakland A's. And I want to say this, the A's did not get better this offseason. They lost Simeon. They lost Hendricks. Mm-hmm. They do have Matt Chapman coming back. Matt Olson is fun power to watch. Uh, Chris Davis, they lost. They traded him for what Elvis Andrews. Um, Good trade, I think. He's he's definitely on the decline. Yeah. Um, but you, you know they still you, have you can, young you can and get upcoming. Chris Davises. Yeah, they still have young and upcoming arms in that starting rotation. I know. Uh, I want to see some puck this year. Hopefully, a healthy Manaya. Um, AJ Puck but, for sure. But the but the thing is is uh, and and I, again I, I like. I like like Chad Pinder and 
uh, Stephen Piscotti still there, I think. So I don't know. Please Josh, don't so, yeah. laugh at me. Uh, anyways, I, I've, I've, I'm not like one of those Giants fans that hates the A's. I think that's dumb. I think it's a geographical rivalry, and that's it. But I, I have enjoyed watching the Oakland Athletics the last couple of years. But I will say this. I do want to say this. The Giants and A's are not that far apart when it comes to talent. Um, in fact, I, I think if you put them in the same division – um, with a similar schedule because they have to play divisional opponents the same amount of times, they would be within a handful of games of each other at the end of the year. But, and this is why, this is my main reason why the Giants are four and the A's are three. The, the A's don't have to play the Dodgers 18 times. They don't have to play the Padres 18 times. The Astros are, are on the decline. They lost George Springer. Um, you know, like they're not as good as they have been the last couple of years. The Mariners are slowly getting better. They're not there yet. And then obviously the Angels suck and the Rangers are meh. So the A's, <laughs> the A's have a better shot to get the World Series than the Giants. Um, but it has a lot to do with what the division they're in. Yeah. The, yeah. The A's, I mean, by, by all accounts, I mean, they should probably win the ALS this year. Like you got to remember too, Justin Verlander is not going to pitch this year. Correct. You know, or or if he does, it's gonna be really late. So yeah, the Astros, man, they got they got a lot of problems. And yeah, with with, with the A's, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just what what you just said. Like if if guys like if guys like Sean and I and AJ Puck can, can stay out there, there's really no reason why they should not be a playoff team and you know and potentially make a run. And I'm I was really for for that Elvis Andrews. Uh, deal because i feel like like i like i said like you you can get guys like chris davis these days you know like he's an outfielder who hits a lot of home runs okay big freaking whoop you know elvis andrews might be on the decline but you know when he's out there i you know he's i I still believe he's a very very good shortstop and a leadoff guy he's he's still he can still swipe bags and so i i'm i was for that trade so i don't think that really that made them worse but but yeah, like 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 you, like you said, there's no reason why they probably shouldn't be a shouldn't be a playoff team this year. You know, with with with, with the division they play in, and they sure they sure as hell have a better shot than the Giants because yeah, the Giants kind of got to run a, a gauntlet for a big chunk of their schedule. So yeah, yeah, it's not really a question for me. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna be dead on here uh, unless you surprise me here. So number two, San Diego. Um, definitely a team that is all out for now and uh, the moves they've made have made them an instant contender um it wouldn't even matter what league they're in um they are going to probably win around 95 games in my opinion um tatis is a star and yeah they they added some more to that starting uh rotation um i think uh and they just got a why I can't think of the dude's name. They just picked up the reliever that was with the Pirates. Aquila. Yeah, it, who's good, and they yep. may end up bringing back Trevor Rosenthal too. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Padres are really good, and um, they're they're just about there, but they're not as they're not as good as. And I'll, I'll let you go two one two, but um, the Dodgers right. are not only the best team in the NL West or California. I think they're the best team in baseball, as much as I hate to say it. And right, <laughs> I, I, I'm not I'm not a Trevor Bauer fan. Um, <laughs> first of all, as a human, but secondly, I, I think he's a really good pitcher, a really good pitcher. And, um, but I, I, you know, he's got a weird contract where he can opt out after each season. That's of how those they got him. Years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what sold him on LA. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, you can't deny it. The Dodgers are legit, uh, healthy Seager. You got Betts and freaking Bellinger. And I knew they would bring back Justin Turner. I just, I, I've been saying that for a few weeks now. Um, and they gave him a shit ton of money, by the way. But yeah. hey, I mean, you're the Dodgers. You can throw that money around. And, um, and I love, I hate to say, it, I love Walker Bueller. He, I think he's a stud. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, so Angels five, Giants four, A's three, Padres two, Dodgers one for California. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, yeah, same, same as you, obviously, but I was really upset that <laughs> the Padres got Keone Kila because I was hoping the uh, Giants would, uh, yeah, take a, t- take a stab at him, like what we talked about the, the other day. So that sucked. Like, I'm not, I'm not totally sold that that the Padres can, you know, can hold a hold up with with that bullpen. And 
to be quite honest, their their, their pitching staff for 162 because you know you know they had Clevenger out for the year. Like I mean, there's you never know. Like baseball's weird, and they haven't really they haven't really done it yet. So, but yeah, on on paper, yeah, there it is. There's 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 no there's no denying you know that they're gonna probably average around five and a half six runs a game, you know, unless something weird happens. And then, yeah, with 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 the Dodgers, yeah, I agree. They're they're the they're the best team in the league. It's yeah, it's not really debatable, you know, until further notice. But <laughs> the fact the fact that Trevor Bauer was able to, you know, get that contract with all with all those opt outs after each year, I mean that that is some crazy stuff. And that's that that just shows that that the fact that the Dodgers were willing to do that, that for him is like, yeah, we do we know we you know, we don't really need you, but man, like you know, we'll, we're trying to capitalize on, on their window before they got to start paying like some of some of these, these other guys, their position players. Yeah. Like Bueller, like they, they're good on Bueller for a few more years. And I mean, they, and Kershaw is still Kershaw, but I mean, Bauer, who, who he just, he, he capitalized on, on the market. You know, he won the Cy Young in a 60 game season. He's their number three starter for realistically. <laughs> yeah. He's their three. And, and he was the, the, the prize free agent you know, this year on everybody's list. I mean, to me, I mean, yeah, he was right there with uh, Marcelo Ozuna, you know, for top free agents th- th- this year. So, yeah, the Dodgers kind of kind of just flexed on everybody w- with that contract. And so, yeah, good on them. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to capitalize on, on the window they have. So, yeah, Dodgers number one for sure. Yep. So, Josh, thank you for your question, my friend. And um, Thanks, yeah, Cheeto. May- Make, make sure that, uh, again, like we said before, if you are not on Giants Chatter on Facebook, get on there now. You'll see it in the link below. I post it below the episode, so you can uh, click on that, get joined. Also, um, again, if you are enjoying what you're hearing and you're on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you went and gave us a five-star review. Leave us a nice comment. Um, yeah, so great episode. This is, uh, I'm really looking forward to spring training. Uh, we're there. right around the corner. So, Uh, Until next time, for Say Hey Doug and Say Hey Rob, go Giants. Go Giants. When the Giants come to town, it's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are down, it's bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.